0: Following
1: is a production
2: of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's
1: yeah! go, Cowboys! This,
2: this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lower. Prescott keeps it and he bangs
1: it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah
2: Standback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. For the first time in Talking Cowboys history, it is a playoff edition of Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game and our favorite chip and our favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome into the SWBC studios, everybody. It is a wild card weekend. The Dallas Cowboys get ready to take on the San Francisco 49ers at AT AT&T Stadium on Sunday, 3.30 p.m. Central Time. And we're going to break it all down for you. We have been here all week long. We've been here all year long waiting for this moment. And we're going to have a blast. Get you hyped. Get you ready. Because it Say it with your chest. Friday, we have some grounds of glory. Golden grounds. Golden grounds. Well, oh, those are it. These That's are the golden it. grounds
3: right here. That's Ooh. it. We're going
2: to open those up in the Ooh. second or third segment. I haven't really decided oh, yet. Or the ways are going to go. Pop.
3: What? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it's not a professor reference. It's okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, oh, sorry. Hey, you just to get the visual now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Usually I'm with you on these, but right I didn't it? get that didn't one. Didn't get that no one? That one I <laughs> <laughs>
2: How's everybody doing?
3: Good. Seemed like I just saw you, but I'm good. That is true. That you guys were true. busy last night, huh? Yeah, yeah, we had a college basketball game. Oh, just, you know, it was fun. It's be nice, Robbie. Just, yeah. just constant that revenue. Extra, that extra yeah. revenue. Man, how
1: do y'all feel today? <laughs> you know, how do you feel? Skip,
3: skip right over. So, hey, can we talk about this sweatsuit, though? What about it? Fire. This old thing. Fire. This old mm. thing. It, it ain't old because cause you got it's white and there's no dirt on it. There's there's no there's no ketchup stains, man, no you nothing. You know how we do. You know how we do. Come when on, we, man. Oh, wait, yeah. I can get that boy scotch guard the whole thing. Scotch guard.
2: He's sitting there, like hitting both sides. Come of on, man! It. Like, you got to protect it. Like, yeah, man! Got to protect it. tumble. Hey, <laughs> wait
3: a minute!
2: <laughs> Goodness, how are you, Isaiah? I'm good, man. I'm playoff good. I can't football. wait for
3: playoff. Some playoff football. Looking mm-hmm. forward to it. This is the favorite. This is my favorite time of the year.
2: Man, what did you do?
1: You first playoff game. What did you like? What was on your oh, mind? Yes. Like driving to the stadium, dog. How did you even sleep that night? How, what did you do? Your first playoff game?
3: I don't know. I'm such a I'm a bad dude when it comes to stuff like that. Like I'm such a a, a check a check the box type of guy. Like I didn't. I just I was work. It was work. Like I don't. My, I I hate the fact that I don't remember a lot of stuff like that. Like it just because it was just like eh, this is a part of the journey. Like this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. It wasn't like this big, glorious. Make up like some, man. I know. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to the <laughs> people, man. It's bad for me. I know it's terrible. It's terrible. But I mean, honestly, I just. I just studied my butt off. That's, that's that's what I knew how to do. And I, I just watched the other guys and how they prepared. I was blessed to, you know, obviously be here. Uh, my first year, we had a heck of a first year, and I got to see how guys prepared. And then going forward in my career, I got to see some, some of the greatest guys that ever played a game and how they approached playoffs. And that's, you know, I think my awareness and my preparation for, for these types of matchups had just increased along my career to the point where – You know, I guess where I am where I am now, I'm able to see things and acknowledge things that, you know, some people maybe don't see. And it's just awesome. You know, because I hope that they have guys like that in the locker room. I know Corey Clement, I wonder what his role is right now in that locker room, having been through the whole thing in terms of winning a Super Bowl and being a you know, obviously an instrumental part of that of that of that run. And then having Coach Quinn and Coach McCarthy and some of the other coaches that have experience at that level. I'm just interested to see how or to know how they're preparing and uh, what are their conversations and how are the film studies going. You know, I know when I was with the Giants and with Eli would call in a whole separate meeting for the receivers. You know, we would have practice, we watch film, and then we would have a whole separate film session prior to, you know, after a Friday practice just to break down some plays that he had put together. You know, so Eli would put together like a 10-play reel and say, hey, here's some things that, that I'm looking at that I'm seeing on film that I want all of us to be aware of so that we can acknowledge it and we can be on the same page communication-wise. Because the reality is, you know, like a, a team like um uh so why don't I just blink out? Jesus. Uh, who the hell's coming in here? Yeah. Forty nine forty nine team like forty nine is coming in here like it's gonna be loud. It's a white out in the stadium. It's gonna be loud as all get out. So we would have those meetings so our communication and our in our are our, our nonverbals were on point. Right. So you're seeing the same thing on film. We talked about it in the meeting room, just the receivers, just the quarterbacks. So now you get out there and you look at each other and you're like, yeah, you see the look. OK, boom, we're good. We don't have to say anything. We don't have to give hand signals. It's just a look in the head now. And we're hey, we're on the same page. So I miss that aspect of it. And, and really, when I start thinking about my career and what I miss most about the NFL, it's the playoffs, it's yeah. the playoff, the playoff football, man. I mean, like I said, I went four for six and that's that's the part that you miss. Yeah, Rob. What were you fe- feeling like and thinking when you drove up to the, your first playoff
2: game? Oh, I had
0: superstitions, you know. Did I, you? I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying
2: to knock on different things, wood,
0: different things, you know. And, and honestly, to, to Isaiah's <laughs> Hit every point, door frame. But, yeah, that's point. I wonder if guys don't want to. Do all that and get out of their routine because you don't want to make this week bigger than what it, bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. And then you start it starts getting in your head yeah. that this oh this is this is huge. The season's on the line, that kind of stuff. Then you press. Yeah. Then you start pressing. Um, I these calls and everything with the media access is virtual still, mm-hmm. but the what I've heard is the vibe around this team is they are locked in this week. They, they, there is a there is a focused uh, kind of mentality around this group. So that's good. I'm sure the 49ers are the same way. This, this week has gone by so slow. Is, it is. It has gone by so dang slow. It is creeped slow.
2: by. Yeah. Creeped by. Because everybody's excited. Everybody wants to get to Sunday because it is that big of a matchup. And then next week's going to go slower, of course, if the Cowboys end up on top. So, But I, I kind of want to go back to, you were just alluding to it. We talked about it on Monday in the realization that Corey Clement is the only active player on the Cowboys roster right now who has been to and won a Super Bowl. He's the only one. However, they do have two coaches that have been to and won a Super Bowl, sometimes multiple Super Bowls, at least in the case of Dan Quinn. Is that a is that an advantage from the coaching staff side or a disadvantage from the player side that kind of offset or is there one that kind of trumps the other in the fact that they do have a little bit of experience in terms of making these deep playoff runs?
3: I was I would say that having a it's uh, kind of a convoluted question. That's a good question, Kyle. I, I would say and with this team, this particular team, I think it's more important for the coaches to have that experience because they are preparing a team that hasn't been to this level. Mm-hmm. Majority of players on his team have not been all the way to the Super Bowl, so I think it's great to have the the, the coaches' perspective. And it it's not just one coach, right? It's the two coaches, and they have two totally different experience. Actually, even just Dan Quinn alone is, is is a heck of an asset, just simply because he's been there and won it, and he's been uh, the most historically bad loss s- loss in yeah. the history of, of football. You know, he's he his name is is on that, you know, that's his signature. And he can speak from both sides of that. And then you have Coach McCarthy that has been there, um, you know, a while a ways back as well. So having that perspective and having, like I said, I want, I wish I could be not a fly on the wall in those meetings because I want to know how they're conceptually, what are they thinking? How should we have – how did they address the week? You know, how much film study did they put in? Um, you know, how much did they consult with, with their, you know, their, with their, their, their specialists and, you know, maybe the Sean Lees of the world and all mm-hmm. these guys, you know, to be able to dive in and really diagnose some stuff because preparation is everything. Preparation is absolutely everything. Having players – now, when you look at teams like Tampa – You got Tom Brady on the field. That's a freaking advantage. Yeah, that's a huge advantage. Tom Gronk. Yeah, Tom Gronk. Guys guys like that. Like you talk about not getting, not making the moment too big. Mm -hmm. Like those guys. (laughs) I think it was it Tom last year or something like that. They won the first playoff game. He was like, "What are you crying about?" One of the players is yeah. out there. He's like, what are you like? What are you crying about, dude? I like, want to say it was the NFC Championship. Game. Was that what they it was that Beat Green Bay. I think he yeah. turned around. Yes. I was like, No. What do you do? Like, here? we're not done. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So having that perspective on the field is obviously important, especially at the quarterback role. Um, but I'm interested to know what Corey Clement. I wish somebody would have did an interview with him this week and asked him some questions about it. Yeah, that would be fun. What do you think?
1: Whew. Nervous, nervous. <laughs> nervous, 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 man. I think you know what the thing is, is that you want, I want so badly for this team to seize the moment that they have in front of them. I mean, you, you have so many people hating and just throwing dirt on you. The worst 12 and five team. You're the worst number one offense that anyone's ever seen. Like what are these guys going in? They have to be, have a huge Gibraltar sized chip on their shoulder when it comes down to this game, because they understand like season, in this moment is what it's all about and yeah people tell you all the time what big moments are like 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 childbirth you know people say yeah, you, you know when you have a child your wife goes into labor and then and then when it happens to you it's nothing like they told you you know mm-hmm. so it's like I feel like for these guys to kind of go through this together it's really going to be one of those special moments and I think we talked about touched on it earlier in the week and just saying that the teams that they're going to go against if if You know, you go all the way through this and the ultimate goal is achieved. The quarterbacks, the franchises that you will have taken down, I think that's going to be the the telltale thing that Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about for this team overcoming all of those obstacles.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a very strong chance. You take down San Francisco, then you play Tampa Bay, then you play Green Bay, and then you get to the Super Bowl. And, of course, you, who knows who comes out of the AFC. I, but yeah.
1: time, I mean, just think of those names, you know. Think they, of those names. And we spent all week, man, and I, I don't think we've touched on enough the nostalgia around this game. Two of the most iconic yeah. uniforms in <laughs> the NFL, the 49ers and the Dallas I mean, come on, man. If you just go back Double to – Double field, Merton Hanks. Man, the, I mean, Carmen Policy – and all of those, I mean, this thing is 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 serious and it's real. And I know yeah. all of the Cowboy fans that remember the 90s and the 80s and all of those times that we've come up against the 49ers, man, this is just, man, it doesn't get any b- bigger there's, than this. There's been
0: great rom- moments in this rivalry even, like, past the 90s. You know, yeah. T.O. on the star. Yeah. Uh, Romo, well, first of all, Jesse Holly's catch at the end. Romo mm-hmm. played with a punctured lung mm-hmm. in that game yep. against the best defense in the league probably at that time. Hey, even CD's putt return last year. Yeah, there have been moment. some cool moments in this rivalry, and there is such history. Uh, real quick on on the experience, I, I, I think the 49ers probably do have the intangible edge of having been to the Super Bowl with their key guys mm-hmm. on the field. You're right, the coaches on this staff, there are coaches who have won and been to the Super Bowl. I would say for the Cowboys, you can look at every position group, and they've at least had a guy or two that's been to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They've experienced that next level of intensity and focus and all of that. So while it's a young team, they're really at every spot. You can look around and say, well, you know, Dak's played some playoff games, and you can go down the line. So I wouldn't say this is a totally inexperienced group. That's good to good to think about there. No, yeah.
2: Oh, I, I thought you were going to add to it. <laughs> so yeah, on, Pete. But no, I think that's a great <laughs> point because, yeah, even though they haven't been to that mountaintop, they haven't been to the Super Bowl, if you have playoff experience scattered throughout, you also know the frustration of not being to that Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Think about Zach Martin and Tyron Smith and what kind of experience they have of getting to the playoffs and it's like, oh, yep, yeah. we got a couple more chances at this. Yep. You're running out of time to really hit this in your prime and with playing as well as they have been. So there is a little frustration there, I think, from their side of things. I want to go back to the rivalry and kind of talking about these two franchises because now I mean you even go back to 2014 the the play where where Dez gets hit over the middle Tony throws three interceptions mm-hmm. it's the last time the 49ers have actually beaten the Cowboys that was in like September so even in a regular season game people are bringing up old rivalries old matchups between these two NFC foes in terms of playoff history Rob is this the most Decorated NFC matchup possible, even in the early round, but most decorated between the two franchises.
0: I would say in the last forty years, yes.
2: Ooh,
3: okay.
0: If in heck knows this, you go past the eighties, you go to the seventies. Well, what am I talking about? The Steelers of the AFC NFC rivalry, probably. Yeah, probably. Um you know Green Bay and Dallas had some you know, going back to the 60s and then again in the 90s but they had those runs of those NFC title games in in the 90s that that was the Super Bowl that was even the SI yes cover I think was this is the real Super Bowl and they had like a fake ticket stub of Aikman <laughs> against Steve Young and now you know and so it's crazy I think so because they've made documentaries about those games mm-hmm. so it's a little bit like you know Lakers Celtics in, in in the 80s yes. I'm i going to go yeah. NBA yeah. on Here you go, Here you again. go. <laughs> so
1: yeah I, I would say yes
2: I like that. What do you think?
1: No, I, I absolutely agree. And I think when you're going back to the 70s and the Steelers-Cowboys, it was, they were always, when they matched up, it was for a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? It, it, that's what it was. And even going back to other like the Steelers and the Oakland Raiders of the 70s, every time they played in those iconic games, it was typically to go to a Super Bowl. And I think that's what you think about when you think about the Cowboys and the 49ers because somebody's always playing to go to a Super Bowl. I think, you know, look, man, it was the, the – primetime P.I. versus Mike. You know, there's <laughs> the, those things that stop the three-peat uh, for us. I mean, that's it's entrenched in, in who we are as as Cowboy fans and just knowing that the 49ers are here. This is a big-time game. Like, guys like Chris Beam, if you have to put a highlight reel, edit a video, this is the easiest job in the world to do because you got so much material. <laughs> true. You don't have to dive deep <laughs> on this one.
0: And they, cool. have, they have a massive fan base, too. And, look, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. – they are expecting potentially you know some red at this game you know that's happened in the past zach martin talked about it on a conference call yesterday like they've had discussions about look there may be some noise when we're on the field a little bit uh i I think it's going to be a large white out that's the plan you know where you're white to the game but you know it speaks to the 49ers have a lot of, a lot of star yeah. power, a lot of history, big fan base. That makes
2: this even more exciting. And they're very excited about this opportunity to knock off the Cowboys yeah. at home. I mean, they're relishing it just as much as the Cowboys are playing at home. They're excited about the fact of playing on the road and trying to knock them off in front of a big home crowd.
3: I would love to see the 49ers fans versus the Dallas Cowboys fans have a debate about which franchise has the best player in the history. Ooh. That would be that would be epic. Yeah, who who are you thinking on their side? Ever on their side? Yeah, Jerry. Okay, no question. I was thinking
2: him. I mean, you could probably throw Joe Montana up there as well in terms of the quarterback position. (laughs) Yeah, that position. So, but you could argue Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice, best 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 football player player ever. ever. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I I would pound you. Could
3: have an argument with that. Call the man Jesus in cleats. So I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Who, (laughs) who would you put in a matchup versus Jerry Rice on from the Dallas side? Trayvon Diggs. Oh, Jesus. No. Dion. Dion. Dion, yeah, Dion? Dion.
0: yeah.
3: Dion. yeah. Dion. Prime Dion. Prime time. 95 Dion. Can you claim Dion, though? Can't yeah, we can claim Dion. Can't they claim? Can't Dion. They claim we, I mean, me. he wore a star. I mean, I mean he also wore a star. We it. claim Dion. Don't,
0: well, no, it's, no, It's funny you said that because it's not like baseball. You don't go into the Hall of Fame with a team.
3: Yeah.
2: Wearing um, a cap on the on the thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know who he's really associated. Which team he's oh, that's Atlanta. Really Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking maybe San Francisco, actually. No. Well, that's what I'm saying.
3: But because but, because he played for both, I don't think we can claim him because they could claim him too. True indeed. So I think that's I think he's a watch, can, so you can't use him. He actually might have played more if, years here than guys, San Francisco. If we're going to match up, Kevin Smith, Pup,
0: <laughs> used to shut Rice down all the time. All the time. Oh, oh, time. It's a all good one.
1: The time. Texas and kidding, you. by the way.
2: That's a good that's one. Gig him.
1: Gig him. There you go.
2: Yeah, <sighs> I got know. your Aggies.
0: But, but they won a Super Bowl with Dion, so he has to be part of the conversation, right? I, I like it. It's a great discussion.
2: That is a great discussion. From the top rope, Crispine.
1: Bam! <laughs> the pup
0: came Macho in there with man. the pup, baby.
2: <laughs> All right, when we come back. Let's make you some money on DraftKings. Let's talk about it a little bit. Who are our players to watch and what kind of impact are they going to have? And then we're getting closer and closer <laughs> to the golden grounds. Don't, don't break the break The Grounds
3: valuable. I
2: want a it came in dirt. a vault. <laughs> came in a vault. We'll talk about that and maybe we'll open it up when we come back here on Talking Cowboys.
3: There's nothing as unique as our eyes. Which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super-sharp vision, Essential Blue
1: for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor
2: Work. Hey Jay, that's my line. <laughs> well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedaginturf.com. Back to talking cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already. Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can mm. join him to do great work oh! with great people for great pay and apply right now at caliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's
3: about the same. Walking Pass. around with that in your back pocket. Pass me those chips if you can. Congratulations, Cowboys fans. You're holding the... Wow, I'm gonna keep You're going to read it vo- all? No, you read. your voice is you want much me to better read it?
2: than mine. Okay, I can read it. So this is the Golden Grounds of Lay's. It is a special, I don't know what this would be, a campaign, I guess? Yeah. Marketing campaign. The fact that they have taken soil mm. from the actual practice field, Rowdy put it in a box, mm-hmm. shipped it off to Lay's, and then they sprinkled it and mixed it in with all of the potato fields out in... I don't know, I guess if it's potato, maybe they're in Idaho. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Uh but yeah, congratulations Cowboys fans. You're holding a bag of the most glorious chips ever created. Mm. These delicious Lay's classic chips were made from potatoes grown in a field mixed with the sacred circle or excuse me, sacred soil of the Dallas Cowboys home grounds from the doomsday defense to the first ever Hail Mary, those grounds saw legends made and dynasties forged and now they're infused into these Lay's chips exclusively Exclusively for the most loyal fans, Golden Grounds enjoyed the taste of glory, and that's what the bag looks like. It's really nice, actually. I don't know if you can see; it's for like chrome almost in the in the writing. So is that just like in the store on the store shelves? No, yeah, are they widely available? No, no they're no. not. There's only 200 bags of these. That's what oh. I'm saying. But like, how do you get them? So I'm going to tell you how to get. Okay. Them. To win one of these bags, all you need to do is follow Lay's on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Follow Lay's on Twitter. Use the hashtag. Lay's Golden Grounds, hashtag Dallas Cowboys. You'll know that's the right one because the little star will pop up at the end. And then hashtag sweepstakes in all of your entries on Twitter. So tweet it out. You can tweet it out 400 times if you want to. Just Uh put those hashtags. Lay's Golden Grounds, Uh spelled like it is on the bag. No, hey, you get off your computer now. (laughs) (laughs) hashtag dallas cowboys (laughs) and hashtag sweepstakes that's how you win a bag they're giving out a couple of these bags but it really is it's exclusive that they gave us a part of this our friends over at tostitos we're going to open that up in the third segment and really end say it with your chest off off hashtag hashtag lays
3: golden grounds
2: hashtag lays golden grounds very Uh cool hashtag dallas cowboys hashtag sweepstakes all right guys Let's look at some players to watch, shall we? DraftKings, of course, one of our favorite partners. Every week you can win over a million dollars in prizes on DraftKings. And this week we're going to give you four players. Last week my player didn't even step on the field. Didn't even step on the plane. Because whenever I said it, he was uh, Tony Pollard, was going to be an X Factor. Yeah, it didn't really work out, did it? Do-doop, do-doop, so this is our four this week. We want to start off at the top with Mr. Tony Pollard, who who's had Tony Pollard.
3: That's, TV? <laughs> <laughs> that's Mr. Isaiah Stanford. Uh, no, that's right. <laughs> Why'd you take Tony Pollard? I took Tony Tony Pollard because I feel like he's going to be a big key uh, player in this game. I think that Dallas is going to come out and try to establish a run game. And I believe that San Francisco is going to do their best to negate that. However, they cannot negate the ability for TP to come out and widen out to a slot position, and I think that he's going to eat more as a receiver this game in the form of screen plays, in the form of nice little dink and dunks, um, and then he would on the ground. But either way, I think he's going to be a huge asset, um, a complimentary player to my guy uh, Freaky Ziki. But TP, look out for that, man. I think he's going to
2: ball! I think this week at least going back to the middle of the season, maybe your best chance to see the one-two punch of Zeke and Pollard up to the full strength that they've been waiting to be a part of. Get an extra day of rest, having played on Saturday for Zeke. You look at the fact that he didn't really play a ton of snaps. He played three quarters against Philadelphia, but he had a better game, built that confidence, looked Mm -hmm. explosive. So, Rob, when you look at... This matchup with the 49ers defensively, do you think Tony Pollard has that chance to be that second leg of the one two punch much like they did when they were running the ball effectively?
0: Yeah, I think I think especially trying to stretch things out a little bit without Michael Gallup in the lineup, I think that's very important. Now, you know, between the tackles, the 49ers are going to make this difficult. They they do. Uh look at the Rams game last week, but Tony can beat you in so mm-hmm. many different ways and without MG in there, uh, they, they might need to get his touches up a little bit.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And back to what you were saying yesterday about Tony Pollard and just if he's in to block and it's a passing play, obviously he gets out to the flat. Mm-hmm. I think that's a mismatch. Yep. Uh, we've we've seen games where Tony Pollard has gotten out in the flat and they're trying to take on a, a strong safety. Is trying to get up on him man on man and it's just too fast, you know. And I think this is one of those times where you know when you go big on big speed on
3: speed, we have the advantage. What do you think? I, I, I believe the same thing. The reason why, one of the main things I saw when I was watching film is these guys like to get wide with their defensive ends, obviously to try to isolate you know, Nick Bosa. And um, and when you do that and you keep your D tackles in tight, now all of a sudden there's huge gaps, especially on third downs, for yeah. your third down back who just happens to be Tony Pollard to be able to easily find his way through the line of scrimmage, sit right there five yards, nice little easy dink and dunk, and then allow him to get some yak yardage. I think you're going to see a lot of those short, high-precision passes to Tony Pollard that are easy for Dak to get out, safe, and that gets him out of trouble and allow TP to go ahead and use his yak yardage to get some yards. I love it. And maybe use him out of the
2: backfield as a receiver. Definitely. But that was where we were with the, the last three uh, guys on the graphic in terms of pass catchers overall. Mm-hmm. As We take a look at the rest of our DraftKings uh, players to watch. Amari Cooper up next. Who had Amari?
1: I have Amari Expensive. Cooper. and I believe Amari Cooper is shook up soda can mad. Oh, yeah. I love that. Ooh. I believe that's where he's been the last couple of games. And you Ooh. know, anytime you just consistently shake a soda can. Like Dr. Pepper? Yeah, like Dr. Pepper, Dr. if Pepper. you hand that off or a Miller Lite. Uh, this, this is one of those situations where I feel like for him, he wants to explode on the 49ers. He's set this up perfectly. I think the offense and the, well, their defense defensive scheme is one where you could take advantage of what Amari Cooper does because they rely so heavily on their front to get pressure. I see 19 eating behind
2: Ooh. them mm. so you're saying he's
1: yellow snowman yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's
3: see. rob got that reference <laughs> yellow snowman uh, like a, that.
1: yeah and you can just tell even from all the interviews that he's done all week you know he's, he's steaming he's steaming yeah, i mean easy. and he's a very calm demeanored person but you can hear it in
3: his voice it takes a lot for him to come out and say something and um yeah man he's i agree i we agree a, heck.
2: we had a great conversation on that yesterday so if you didn't get a chance to listen to talking cowboys from thursday go listen to it really good debate on back and forth on whether or not i mean amari cooper is frustrated it's not really a debate he seems frustrated
0: and well he he has been uh last week they got him going early and they got going of offensively early and he talked about it yesterday how that's Get him When he gets touches early, he gets in a rhythm. And and obviously, I think the offense gets in a rhythm mm-hmm. when you get him going because he's their best receiver, huh. uh, most consistent receiver in my opinion. So, yeah, I think that was a step forward despite who Philly was missing and all of that. And by the
2: way, Rob, you picked Cedric Wilson on yeah. the DraftKings. That was – Probably going to be my selection. I didn't want to do two at a time, so I picked somebody different. But tell me why Cedric Wilson is such a hot ticket for DraftKings players this week. You guys are welcome if you picked him last
0: week. Uh, I'm just saying... I'm just sticking with the hot hand. Humble brag. Wow. Yeah, I, kinda, was, I mean, I thought my guy did pretty good last pop, week, too. Pop. That Jeez. was a no muscle flex right there. Uh, <laughs> oh, there were plenty of muscles. This muscle. side of your room did kill it. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah you guys week. had it. Um, mine didn't step on the plane. Sorry, hey. <laughs> I just like how down. efficient he is as a receiver yeah. and, and as a player for this team. And, and we just talked about Amari. Amari's a great player. CD is terrific. And so that takes attention towards them, and he's going to have opportunities. I looked it up. He's got the ninth best. Catch rate among wide receivers in the NFL. Oh, he is quarterback friendly. He and Dak have a connection. He's very, very efficient, and he should get
2: some opportunities in this game. I love it. I, I think Cedric Wilson is as safe as a play of, as any of those other receivers right now, and they don't have the same price tag on him as they would some of those other players, Amari, CD Lamb, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to try and save you a buck a little bit here. $2,500 It's almost half as much as anybody else with the exception of Cedric Wilson. I'm trying to save you a buck. Cheap date. Cheap date. Cheap Blake like Jarwin. Those, like <laughs> those. are great. He's going to be a cheap date on Sunday. Even though San Francisco gives up that eighth total, <laughs> the eighth best against tight ends, I think he's going to have one touchdown grab. And he's going to have at least four receptions because they're going to try and take away Blake Jarwin, much how the defense is going to try and take away some of those other receivers. And I think Dalton, or excuse me, Blake Jarwin is going to have. They're going to try and take away Schultz. Take, take away Schultz. I flipped I it already. You, so yeah, I flipped dog, it away. I got you. They're going to try pick. and take away Dalton Schultz, and it's going to leave Blake Jarwin open for opportunities. And I think he's going to make some money this yeah, week. I see what you did there. Okay, a little yeah. Cowboys and chill. A little, <laughs> a little, little
3: Cowboys little bit, and chill. Yeah, cheat date. Little, okay. cheat date with I, uh, Cowboys and I think, chill. I think, I think, I think he'll be good in the red zone. I think he's going to be a huge asset in the red zone once yeah. Dallas works their way down there. I think people have forgotten about Jake Bar- Bla- oh. Blake. Oh, oh, Blake, Blake Jarwin. Jarwin. I think um, we was about to combine about his name. Um, I think they. I think people forgot about his abilities and what he's capable of. And I think that. Dallas is going to remind everybody this week. Hey, guess what? Y'all forgot about this weapon. Here we Add are. him to the list too.
1: Yeah. And it's I, been because of what Schultz has done. That's the, old, the only sure. reason.
2: Yeah. yeah he's never played against San Francisco either. Yeah, NetFlix and Blake.
1: Uh
0: so <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? We nitpicked this offense a lot, but and we've nitpicked the red zone a lot this yes. year. They've they've converted on their last 13 red zone
3: trips. That's Talk huge. about it. Pretty good. That's big. Really
0: good. Much better than you know, they've had some lulls
3: this season, but that's that's good going into the Sunday. And it's very good because they're going against the number one red zone team in the NFL. Yep. Are they defensively? Wow. No, no, offensively. No, offensively. offensively. They're oh, going okay. to they're gonna have to match it. They're going to have to match it. San Fran's number one in the league in the red zone. That makes sense as well as they can yeah. run the
2: ball. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they showed that against LA. Every time they got in the red zone, they converted <laughs> as well. Got it done. James. All right. I got a I had a great question this morning on one of the radio calls they were down in Waco had a great question who has more pressure on them entering this game Mike McCarthy or Dak Prescott who has the majority of the pressure on them to succeed in this wild card weekend not exactly the playoffs as a whole but I mean you can kind of sprinkle a little bit in there just because of what playoffs are win or go home but who do you think
3: has the most pressure? The leader of this organization. Mm. So who would you who would yes. you categorize so, that as? Mike McCarthy. Ah, okay. I mean, I mean, Dak Prescott can't fire Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy can fire Dak Prescott, so he has to be the leader, right, mm-hmm. just by designation. And Mike McCarthy obviously is responsible for every single man that puts a dog on helmet on his head on his head. And Dak Prescott does have a lot of pressure, but he comes underneath the umbrella. Of Mike McCarthy, his job is to lead these guys, this entire coaching staff, all these players, get them prepared, make sure that their bodies are ready. Everything he's responsible for every aspect leading up to this game, and then the performance on uh, on the field. He obviously can't play for them, but he puts them in the best situation. So I have to say, Mike McCarthy,
1: man, that's a again tough question. I'm just going to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, one, two, three, four. You know, you think about. I mean, I guess. Not trying to play both sides. I just feel like the scrutiny that Dak would face if he came out Sunday and had a horrible performance. You know, they would pile on. They talk about the money. They talk about whether he could understand defenses and all of that. in uh, Mike McCarthy would just kind of slide to the back of whatever Thanks. happened. Um, I just that's and, and you know, I just feel like for him, he understands when the pressure is a privilege aspect of of what he talks about. You know, once he got the money, man, that put the microscope really firmly on him regardless of being the, the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys anyway it's just the money can't is going to come with the scrutiny so he recognizes right now going into this game I have to ball out and he understands that this offense doesn't move and is not effective if he doesn't ball out
0: yeah uh and he was asked about that yesterday and he talked about how you know you got to embrace those 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 expectations that pressure and to me I, I'm kind of with Heck. Like I, I want to cop out and say both guys, only because only because there are two jobs where the there are records attached to their job, and that's that the crazy? head coach and the quarterback. Oh, yeah, yep. and and so you know, quarterbacks are judged off winning Super Bowls. There's two guys in the playoff field in the NFC that have won a or multiple Super Bowls. So Dak's trying to match that. I would, I guess, I would go with McCarthy just because he was brought here. To take them somewhere they have not been because he has been there. So that's big pressure on the head coach. But there's obviously like like Heck said, there's there's tremendous pressure on Dak, especially with the contract he signed last year, and he
2: understands that. And kind of going back to what you were saying, Isaiah, I mean Mike McCarthy did get fired by
3: a quarterback already at some point in his career.
2: Facts. I mean Agreed. Amar, Aaron Rodgers. And I agree.
3: But this is but this is his his resume is why he's here. Yeah.
2: Right. It's true, and we've talked about that extensively, too. Yeah. His experience, his resume with the Super Bowl trophy, with the Lombardi, and with the ring that Aaron Rodgers won, that's why Mike McCarthy was hired for the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely. So there is extra pressure. I agree. I said Mike McCarthy there as well, but I think there's a pretty good amount of pressure on Dak Prescott as well. If he wants to really be considered into that elite status in the NFL F- and solidify himself into that status, he needs to perform this, this yeah. postseason. Elite level. Elite level. Uh-oh. Yeah. You <laughs> go to commercial. We gotta go to commercial. <laughs> 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 you um, better get th- him started. <laughs> tell me, I'm wrong. I mean, are you go. saying that he wouldn't be elite level if he performs? No, I'm. I, I, no, I'm, I'm already my belief. You in, think
3: he's already there? Yo, know, yes.
1: my my thing is is when you start talking about the top four quarterbacks that you would say are elite, you don't even factor in the fact that those guys sat behind great quarterbacks before mm-hmm. they even became elite. You, if if I even just gave you where he was drafted to what he's done right now and just didn't put a name on it, you'd say that's a great quarterback. Yep. If you could take your bias out of it, so I just think that yeah, you know, I'm just saying the the, the yardage, uh, the turnover, uh, the weight, you know, his interception rate, all of those things are leaning towards a great quarterback. 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Oh, Aaron Rodgers did something similar to that. Yep.
2: Nobody blinks an eye at that. So I'm just saying, dog, you ain't going to hate on Dak today. No, I agree. I completely agree. And you're saying the right things. All of those things lead to a great quarterback in the NFL a Super Bowl title or a chance to go win a Super Bowl yeah. makes him elite in the NFL. That's the difference is a great quarterback to an elite quarterback. I got And that's you. the kind of jump Dak Prescott's trying to make. We need that. And he needs it and as he well. he needs help. Yes, he does. He needs help Sunday. No doubt about it. All right, when we come back, we're going to open up these grown-in-glory golden grounds. Ooh. And we're going to give our pick for the playoffs. First round, wild card edition. When we come back, here on Talking Cowboys. To Talkin' Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book it a boy, man. It's your local Essilor experts. Oh. See what Essilor can do for you. Oh, for see you. more, do, do more Essilor. Essilor on Talkin' Cowboys. <laughs> he did it twice. We got two mic bumps. <laughs> From My favorite part of the day, Rob oh, of the, the week. He goes, watch hey. me do it again. You know, ba-
3: how do you do that? You kept the microphone straight. <laughs> 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 it's a gift. It's a gift,
2: really. <laughs> Final segment here of talking Cowboys. So glad you're with us here on this. Say it with your chest, Friday. All right, gentlemen. Ooh, Golden Grounds. Golden baby. Grounds. Let's go. Lays has gone where no chip has gone before. They took the soil from the home grounds of multiple NFL teams across America, and they mixed it into separate parts of a potato field, mm. growing these. Golden Grounds mm. Chips. You know, I thought long and hard about how we were going to give the first chip away in this bag in okay. this room. And I think we have to go with the most... Dedicated. No, oh, I wouldn't say dedicated. I was going to say tenured mm. as a part of the Dallas Cowboys organization. I think Rob Phillips gets to open this bag oh. and will get the first chip well, thanks, oh, out, man. The out of the go- Oh, Ooh. Well, come in here, Chris. Oh, come man, come on, come on in.
0: No, 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 no. Come If on. you want to be a part of no, it, come no, no, no. on. Come on, just leave it on one camera. Let's go. No, we're good. Go ahead.
1: All
3: right. Okay, there. It probably
0: tastes like oh, a chip. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: is it golden? It is very golden. Living like like in life, life like Ooh. it's golden. Living life like it's golden. There we go. Ooh, I feel like he out a second because he's been doing a fat ripsy, and I just, uh, I know he's been waiting for an opportunity to indulge. <laughs> you can't do it. Oh, yes, he has to do it. This is a sponsor. I got hot sauce. He has to do it. It's a Got, These things are huge. Hold on,
1: so I got hot sauce in my bag. We're going to get
2: it. All right, Drake. That's right. Oh, you you putting hot sauce on it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jeez. I thought you were going to put hot sauce and let it let it ride from there. <laughs> Probably tastes great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bring, it <back. laughs> Bring it back around. All right, let's go ahead and cheers everybody to a Cowboys win. Yeah. Get this golden ah. ground. You'll get one in here in a second here, oh, Chris. Oh, okay. well, I'm good. It's a nice crunch. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I took an extra one. You,
0: you guys hear it... that, Cowboys Nation? Hey, mm-hmm. did, does, that, does that taste like
2: five Super Bowl championships? you darn right it does. It does. I, it I, tastes I, like glory. I, I tastes a
3: hint of six. Uh-huh. Ooh. was no, a hint of six. I How do you like do that your idea. Like there? What's that? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's River Lonnie Love right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's I got a love to give. <laughs>
2: All right, let's do some NFL pickems. We gotta hurry through these let's go. wild card weekend. Ooh. We're gonna pick all wild card games what straight up. About? Starting today. And we do have a fan on the line, Chris Beam. Who are we who do we have here? <laughs> it's Mike in New York. Mike in New York. What's up, buddy? Your first playoff on, edition. Guys? How is it going? Good. All right, you've been on before. You know how this rolls. You guys ready to go? Let's get it. Let's still go Raiders versus the Bengals Woo! on the road. Cincinnati one and eight all time and wild card round. They've lost seven straight. We'll start with you, Mike, in New York. I like uh, the Bengals,
0: Cincinnati. Got it, Rob. Uh, Joe Burrow's a bad man, but the Raiders got some
3: mojo going right now. I got I got Vegas. All right, Isaiah going Raider Nation. Max Crosby the leads leading. Pressure, okay. Yeah, always bet on black. Oh, Raiders. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Bengals here at
2: home. I think Joe Burrow and company have something rolling there as well. Patriots at the Bills. This is gonna be a fun one. This is outside of the Cowboys 49ers. This is my favorite matchup of the week. They split the regular season Uh. meetings. Isaiah, who you got? Judon. Mm, The Patriots. Heckman.
1: This is a game where I believe that the better team
2: should win, and that's Buffalo. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to go with the Bills here. Rob.
1: Agreed. Bills at
2: home. (laughs) Mike, who you got? I got the bills at home. There you, you go. They
3: can't even sell the tickets to the game. You might want to check the temps. And yeah, have you, that? That what's, what's well, the, have you seen that uh, 75% drop-off in ticket prices? Well, have you seen the temp? Yeah. Zero. It's like zero It's, right it's right four now. degrees with a wind chill
2: of minus yeah. 10.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, give me the veteran QB in that
2: one. No! Yeah, g- oh, did you oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh. flip it? Oh, wait, no, you no, said, no, bills no, said bills oh, first.
3: He said bills first. He said bills first. Yeah. Okay, we're good. We're good. Tom Everybody Ray's freaked the out. Tom yeah, the about the Calm down. I'm going with the hoodie, man. Okay, mm, that's fair. We're okay. going with the hoodie, oh.
2: man. You think he'll have the cutoff sleeves Absolutely. that time? Absolutely. No, We will not. Underneath? Yeah, maybe. Under- <laughs> As a second out of five I layers. Know, I played
3: in Buffalo when it was like that. It ain't yeah, that bad. No thank- oh, stop it. Will you Vaseline down? <laughs> yeah, I was greasy. Uh, Eagles.
2: <laughs> Eagles at the Buccaneers. you want to make this one quick? Eagles yeah. at Buccaneers. Uh, Bucks. Bucks. bucks, 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 Mike. There you go. Bucks. I didn't even need the. I didn't even need the cue, Mike. All right, Steelers at the Chiefs. Ben Roethlisberger, three and four record in the wild card round, but can he find a smidge of magic? Uh, Heckma, we'll start with you.
1: God, that's tough, man. I tell you what, I want to go with the underdog here because I think there's a little magic associated with what the Steelers are doing. But I can't go out on that limb. So I'm going to
2: go with the barbecue guys. Mm. Kansas City. Kansas City. I'm going to
3: go. I'll go with the Chiefs there as well. Washington and Juju are both back. Mm. Najee Harris is not. So I got to go with KC. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Pat Mahomes
2: playing? Yeah. I got the Chiefs. Yeah, he's playing. (laughs) Ain't going to rest in the wild card round. Mike? Chiefs. Got the Chiefs. All right, Cardinals at the Rams. I'm picking Ooh. the Rams. They've won nine of ten a tough one. of their last <laughs> ten against the Arizona Cardinals. Mike, who you got? I got, uh,
0: I got Arizona. Oh, yeah. I like it. When Stafford's on, they might be the most dangerous
3: team in the playoffs. I got the Rams. Bang. The Rams loaded up their roster for this run, so I'm going with the Rams.
2: Yeah, I, I think you mortgage your future. I gotta go with you, going L.A. Mm, we're all picking against Arizona in this one. We don't Ooh. like them.
3: Kind of tough. All right, here we go. What was the stakes again? We we can level up in this game. You, this you is this always? is a
2: one point week. Next week will be uh, a two. point You 8. picked the Rams. I did pick the Rams. Okay. Yep. Everybody picked the Rams across the board. Dallas five and two all time versus San Francisco in the postseason. <laughs> They've won their last three matchups dating back to 2014. The Cowboys at home at AT&T Stadium, a out in wild card round. The San Francisco 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Who's going to win this one, Mike? In New York, we'll start with you. Come on, baby, 47 and 23. out the cake, there, Mike. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Get out the cake, Mike. You I say 4723? Let's go. I love it, Mike. Mike, <laughs> thanks for being such an avid supporter That's of our right. shows. You're the man. Appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you soon. Did he give us like a yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yeah. Okay, bring the noise? Love it. Bring in the noise all the way from New York. We're gonna hear Mike when we're out at the stadium. We're gonna hear Mike from all the way up in the great northeast. 47. And
3: so he said that he said 47. 472. Does he know this is the playoffs? He yeah.
2: stuttered. That man did not That's true. He was confident, and I love
0: it. Rob, who you got in this one? I don't like – I'm going to go Lee Corso and everybody. I don't (laughs) like how they've been to – the 49ers have been to a Super Bowl. I Mm. don't like how they can run the ball. Mm. I don't like their front seven being Mm. so nasty. I don't like how physical they can be. But the Cowboys are pretty good, too. And I'm not – I cannot see everything they've been through – as as great of a, a spe- this is kind of a special group. I think we we've, we've yeah. seen what they can do this season and I I just can't see it ending at home in the first round. I've got the Cowboys in a very close game like 26-24.
3: Ooh. Isaiah. 28-17. The boys in blue. Let's
2: mm. go. Isaiah, let's go. Mm-hmm. I'll give my pick, and I, I had to take a couple extra chips out of this just bag just to try and see. Yeah. It, it tastes like a dub. A little gritty. It tastes like a dub. It uh. tastes like a big dub. Oh. I'm oh, no. thinking multiple scores here. Oh. 38-24, oh Cowboys get the win over a San Francisco 40, 49ers team. That's good. Not as good as this Dallas Cowboys team's going to play on Sunday. I think they get a big, confident win in the wild card. Morgan we we'll move get a new on? Bag? It
1: sounds like it. Yeah,
2: he's get, got a new bag. Mm. You know, all we week, back.
1: all week, man, you've been hearing people talk that talk about why the Cowboys are should be the underdog. Even Vegas comes out and says three points at home. I mean, who, who have you heard of that? Um, mm. And this whole rivalry and just oh my god, the Cowboys are facing the bully mm-hmm. and all that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I think if you pay close attention to the Cowboys, we've played a physical brand of football all season long. This yeah. is our time. This is our time. And as much as the doubters and haters are looming and waiting, they're going to have to wait a long time, y'all, because this is our game. This is. It starts right now. It starts Sunday at 3
2: o'clock. Cowboys win 31-23. Let's go. Cowboys across the board. Wild card weekend, 3.30 central time kickoff. On CBS, you can join Isaiah and myself on Cowboys Pregame Live. Rob will be there as well, starting at 2 p.m. Central out on the AT&T East Plaza. Then we'll be here to break it down for you Monday, win or lose. We will be back 9 a.m. Central Time talking Cowboys. Special thanks to our friends over at Tostitos at Lay's for our Lay's Golden Grounds. Thanks for the grounds, fellas. Cowboys, Chips, go get your bag. Hashtag Lays Golden Grounds, hashtag Dallas Cowboys, hashtag Sweepstakes and follow Lays on Twitter. You'll have a chance to win one of these glorious bags, and they oh taste gosh. phenomenal. For Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanbeck, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Cowboys 49ers Wild Card Weekend. Heck Harrison, what do we say on Fridays? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team wins!